And so if you become unavailable to the thoughts that hold you back and keep you limited and hold you down, you begin to open up your availability to the things that will have you living a bolder, more fulfilled, true to yourself life. Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Hey friend, how was your week? Welcome back to the Hair Promise Circle podcast. It's your girl, Mikkel, the host and the founder and CEO of Hair Promise Circle. Girl, if I'm completely honest, I was not feeling recording the pod today. I feel like I come to y'all very raw and real, you know, that's just me. And work has been rougher than usual. I have a little more of a regular schedule. So I'm kind of coming out of the routine that I was in before, but I'm still working 12 hour night shifts. So my sleep schedule is crazy. It's about 1am and I'm recording this. One thing that I know is that I have changed internally the most from last year in the sense that I give myself grace and I let myself be but I also have this fire to be more disciplined because what I'm doing is what I'm passionate about, because what I'm doing is what God has called me to, because I know that this podcast and the words that I say help a lot of you. And so my motivation and determination, it's not about me. It may be the reason I don't feel so much like recording today is because someone needs the word I wanted to deliver to you. But regardless, child, the exhaustion that I've been feeling, the just sort of, we're not gonna call it spiritual warfare. I'm just like, blah, like I, my brain is full of a lot of vision and idea and plans and putting them forth in this season. Sometimes I get really drained and wanna just do nothing. And today was one of those days and I'm just like, it's not about me. You really can find and dig deep and get disciplined when you're doing something out of service. I don't get paid for this podcast yet. I'm putting it out there that I will. From the testimonies that you guys bring me and from the kind words that I've received from you, I know that this is not about me. It's not about me anymore. It's bigger than me. And anything God calls you to is going to be bigger than you. And this podcast is a perfect example. I have been consistent for a year now and I'm proud of myself. And a person is not always going to show up like, oh, I'm ready to empower the world like every day. It's just not realistic. But I am going to show up as who God called me to be every day, whether I feel like it or not. I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> so thank you for being here today, right? If you're a new girl, it usually don't start out like that. What I do here is no different than what Her Promise Circle is. And I created Her Promise Circle, a faith-based women's wellness community. 
for the need for a space where you can be you, a mess if you wanna be, be celebrated. If you are feeling better than you usually are, um, if you're going through a rocky journey, if you're grieving, if you're sad, if you're happy, if you have reason for congratulations, like you can show up to her promise circle, to all of our events, to all of our meetings that we have with each other. You can show up to our Bible study just as you are. You don't got to put on no face. You don't got to act like some perfect Christian girl to come up in here because one thing none of us are is perfect. And we all just realize that and we all give each other grace and we're all genuinely just seeking a space where we can be ourselves, be a mess and just seek God, right? Because he loves messy people. Have you read the Bible? Okay. And so our journeys are very raw and real. We get down and deep. Last week's post Bible study discussion, if you're a member, you're allowed to come to those. Girls opened up and shared things that I just felt so grateful that they trusted us all with. And that's exactly what I saw her promise circle being is this space where everyone can just be themselves. Like we're really, people are dealing with real things and we're just all trying to overcome that and walk into what God has called us to be. We're all just trying to overcome pain. We're all just trying to become whole. We're all just trying to seek God's face and, and become a woman who enjoys life, a woman who's living abundantly, a woman who is just can live day to day with peace in her heart. Every day is not gonna be perfect. Things are gonna happen, but regardless, she has a beacon of hope and faith in God. And we're all trying to get to that point. And some of us are to that point, but we all have a need for community so that people hold us together. We were made for connection and community. And, and every day I'm reminded of that revelation that he gave me, just what her promise circle is for women. It's just a space where you can be raw girl because I've always been this way. So <laughs> I get along with people who appreciate my vulnerability. Now, I haven't been always been able to express my vulnerability without fear, as I do now. But I've always just been like, can I just be me? Like, it, it feels like a breath of fresh air when you come to HPC. You're just like, I can breathe. I can be me. I don't have to act like I don't do this or act like I do that or act like I do this. You just come as you are, just as Jesus receives us, right? We are just raw and real girls really trying to get close to God and, and unpack the things that keep us from him together. So with that being said, I want to share with you what I was going to share with you what I had planned on sharing with you, but thank you for letting me get that off my chest, sis, because it was necessary. I just always want to come real and correct and genuine with y'all, because I know I can be that way with you. But if you are still here, if you are still here and I didn't scare you away, let's talk about availability. Not your relationship status, sis, I want to talk about what we are available for. What are you available for when it comes to thoughts, when it comes to feelings, when it comes to actions? And I find myself in this place where I'm living out the be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the other verse that goes along with that is cast down every vain imagination and anything that exalts itself above the word of God. And I have been telling you that over the past, probably over the past six months, you've heard me reference this because it's something I've really had to dive deep into because it has affected me my entire life. 
There was things that I believed that just weren't true. There were thoughts that I wasn't challenging. And there's things that I just thought were what they were and I couldn't change them. I had nothing to do with them. And that just was who I was. And you are not your thought. And so when it comes to having a thought instilled in you as a belief, and if that belief is a lie, it affects the way you show up, the way you live your life. And so if you become unavailable to the thoughts that hold you back and keep you limited and hold you down, you begin to open up your availability to the things that will have you living a bolder, more fulfilled, true to yourself life. Okay, so that was a lot of complicated stuff. So let's break it down for us. I will. Okay, here's an example. So all my anxiety girlies, so, you know, I don't identify with anxiety anymore, but when I was 25, I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. And so I lived a life plagued with fear, worry. I battled a lot with shame in my life because before God showed me who I was, I didn't know who I was. And I was living any type of way with any type of template, looking for any type of thing to ease the pain that I felt from experiences I had been through, from trauma I had been through. And so I was just, I battled with shame even then, but I didn't have to face it until I got closer to God. I didn't know how to unpack it or what to do with it until I got closer to God. And there's a verse in the Bible that says, he died for us when we were yet sinners, which means when you were at your worst, that's when he loved you enough to send his son to die for us. So every day you can live in the grace that God has granted us, the love that he has for us, no matter how bad you feel. And that's great news to my perfectionist girlies like me who were at a time placing our identity in how well we performed or how successful we were or how much money we had, placing your worth in how much of something you had. When it comes to what are you available for? I need you to start thinking about it, sis. So like I just said, I battled with anxiety and fear for a long time. And when I started my healing journey, I would be able to actually observe my thoughts. You know, the people who talk about meditation, they talk about you observe your thoughts, you know, quiet your mind and observe the thoughts of doing. Okay, the more and more self-aware you get, queen, the more you will begin to recognize your thoughts. Because for the longest time, we are on autopilot, just allowing any thought to come in, believing any thought that comes in, looking for things to make that thought true, and then believing and thinking those thoughts for long enough means that they'll become beliefs that you believe. Now they're, they're at the core of you and you think that's who you are. And for the longest time, I was just like, I have anxiety. So it's normal that I have anxious thoughts all the time. This is normal that I'm worried. This is normal that I'm having panic attacks, right? For the for the the first time in my life, I was able to process my thoughts and notice them as they came in and halt the anxiety was when I got my relationship with God. It's because I understood my authority that I had in controlling my mind and controlling my thoughts that I didn't have to live in anxiety and fear and worry. And I first got on my journey growing closer back to God this was one of the first lessons was casting down, you know, what's not true. When I first started getting closer to God and believing the authority that I had in controlling my mind and what he told me in the verses about my mind, right? 
we are to focus on him, that we are to meditate on the word day and night, that we are to focus on things above, not the earthly carnal things, that we can cast down vain imaginations. And my favorite verse was, the Lord does not give you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And I took that with me. And it's one thing to learn a verse, but when you start applying it, then you see its power. So when I got those two revelations that I could cast down thoughts, that my mind was to be stayed on him, and that fear was not from him, I began to put them together. Because if you've been following God or getting closer to God for any amount of time, you know, like you be learning bits and pieces here and there. And then one day stuff just comes together and you're like, yo, that's what you've been showing me. That's a revelation, right? And so when I first started doing that, it, it was almost every thought. I noticed when I would start spiraling and then I got better at that. So I would be able to, are you in danger right now? Like, is anything really happening or are you making this up in your mind and reacting to it? Because when you have anxiety or when you're reacting in fear, your body doesn't know the difference. And so you're stuck in this survival mode and fight or flight because in your stress levels are up and you're just stuck there. So if you suffer from anxiety and worry, it's bad not only for your mind and your well-being, but on your body. And so by keeping your thoughts stayed in peace, you're also creating a better well-being physically. Once peace became my norm, I really noticed when a thought would come in. And you know, sometimes they slip past, you know, you have your days, but you get stronger and stronger the more you apply the word. So anxious thoughts comes in, you know, say you call someone and they don't answer the phone and your immediate thought is to panic. Why is that? That's because that's your default setting is to worry, to catastrophize everything. Oh, I just took a test. I'm going to fail. Your first initial thought is to count yourself out and to worry. Let's say you applied for college or you're going on a first date or you're having to have a tough conversation with someone you love. If your immediate reaction is to count yourself out and think the worst, then you can't expect the best outcome. If you're always catastrophizing and expecting the worst, then how can you pray and believe you have received? How can you pray and expect God to show up in your best interest? Because the Bible says, believe you have received, like it's already done. And so I, I started drawing these connections, like because my body or my mind, the default was to catastrophize, to be worried and anxious because that's where I was comfortable. I saw the whole world and every experience I went through like that. Every relationship I thought the worst of. Mind you, I probably wouldn't even gotten in those relationships if my mind was right. That's another day, okay? But it keeps you from connecting. It keeps you from walking boldly. It keeps you from living in peace if anxiety is your default. If thinking the worst of yourself is your default. If picking yourself apart is your default. If making excuses when it's time to make a decision or procrastination, or if you allow yourself to be lax on the things you need to step up to the plate in, if that is your default, 
That is what you are available for. And so today we are talking about what are you available for? Once you begin to understand how powerful your thoughts are, why do you think before the Israelites crossed into the promised land with Joshua at the helm, God was like telling him, do not fear. Do not be discouraged. Meditate on my word day and night. Do not let it depart from your lips. Then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will be successful. If you speak what God speaks. Well, to speak things, you got to think them. And if your thoughts are always negative, and if your thoughts are always in lack, if your thoughts are always, I'm not worthy, I'm not enough, then that is what you're available for. That is your default. And that is where your mind will always go. You'll notice it now. Now that you heard this, you're going to notice it in your daily life now. Watch. Something happens or God calls you to something. Ooh, child, I saw this meme the other day that was like, or it was a reel on Instagram, I think. And they were like, you no longer need an answer from God for him to tell you what to do. He told you what to do. Now you just need discipline. <sighs> he told you what to do. Now you just got to do it. And most of the time, Christians are blaming the enemy and you're just praying, praying, praying away something that you already have authority over. The minute you rebuke and cast down the enemy, you have authority over him. He's not sitting there able to just hold you back. For I've given you the power to trample serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. You're trying to pray away the enemy when really the op is you. Your thoughts, you got a stronghold in your mind. You've been stuck in a loop for how long? I'm not telling you not to pray because I definitely prayed through the strongholds in my mind, but I'm telling you to recognize what the problem is and seeing where you have power to fix it, where you have power to step in. What are you available for? Are you available to anxiety? Are you available to fear? Are you available to stress and worry? What are you not available for? Peace, joy, hope. So notice if you have an imbalance where the feelings that God says we should have, the states that we should be in, you're unavailable for. And you feel mostly the things that you are available for. It's time for a mindset shift. How do we do that, Nick? Well, let me tell y'all my routine, okay? Your girl, when she wakes up, she does not get on her phone. Sometimes she will write down the dream she's had because I dream every night in my phone, but I have everything locked. I use the iPhone focus and I lock everything down so that I can't get distracted. Mind you, you can go right in and change it, but I discipline myself to not because I feel so much better when I do. Think about it. If you're waking up and scrolling on Instagram first thing, you're getting that hit of dopamine. Now your dopamine is off for the rest of the day. You're looking for that uh, hit every single moment of the day now every every couple hours or every on the hour you're looking for that hit of dopamine from your phone and then you're scrolling through Instagram and you're seeing other people's worries other people complaining other people striving and living their best life now you're up comparing now you're having you're having thoughts that you would normally have already immediately as soon as you wake up it doesn't set the tone for your day. Your day is all over the place. What I do is I throw on a Christian meditation. So I use the Abide app. Also, mini announcement. I plan on recording some for you guys. 
so that you have something to listen to when you wake up and something to listen to before bed. Like, you know, the ones with the sleep waves that kind of relax you so you can take in what's being said. Speaking the word over you is so important. And I think I'm going to offer that to you guys. I'm going to I'm going to crack down and discipline myself and record some for you guys. But I wake up and I make sure that my day is not set in chaos. I wake up and make sure my day is set up for the best, most productive day I can have. So as soon as I wake up, I'm thanking God for waking me up. That is now just a habit. Like I just wake up and I'm like, thank you God for waking me up. You know, like that's just a habit. And that's just something you got to work on. Put your phone far away from the, when you go to sleep. There's a lot of tips that you can use in order to not do the things that you used to do because you are a new being now, sis. Okay, you're not available to the things that used to distract you or set you up for a scattered day. Because think about it. What if you have a morning where you wake up, your alarm clock goes off, you're hitting snooze, you go back to sleep, you hit snooze again, go back to sleep. Oh, it's I'm late, I'm late. So we get up. We're rushing. We're putting our clothes on. What do I wear? I don't know. Oh my God, I forgot about that project. I had to, oh, and the kids need to, oh, and my husband needs, and I need to go, and I need to, and, then I, uh, and now I'm in traffic. I'm in Atlanta traffic at that. Oh, and now I'm in traffic. Oh, these people got in front of me. Swear, oh, and by the time you get to work, now you're sick of everybody at work. You're sick of everything that's happening. You're ready to pop off at any given moment. A day like that versus a day where you wake up a half hour earlier than you you need to or an hour earlier than you need to you consciously say you're not going to check your phone you thank god for waking you up and you connect with him sometimes i just like lay there and just sit with him i I just woke up right so i don't feel like talk talk talking and it'll just be like thank you god for waking me up thank you lord like i love you thank you for this day going in your will and way Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for providing for me as you do every day. Just starting your day in gratitude sets your frequency. And now you're available to gratitude. You can't live in lack. You can't think in negative when you're just truly grateful. You just can't. Not at the same time. I mean, you can switch right out of it and go back into that. But If you wake up and you're starting your day in gratitude, it's going to be easier to recognize when something makes you feel a different way negatively or brings you down. So I start my day just connecting with God and being grateful that I'm alive, that he has made me who I am, that he has connected me to who I'm connected to, that I own my home. Like it's just like I'm laying in my own bed, right? It's just a moment in time where you're just grateful because there's people who don't have homes, sis. There are people who don't have hot food on the table. There are people who don't have people around them who love them. There are people who don't know what they love to do in this life and you do. And so I wake up with that frequency going, like, I'm just grateful. Like, thank you, God. And some, like I said, sometimes I'll just lay there and just meditate on that. Just be grateful, whatever. If it's a morning where I am off, like, so for example, the weeks that I'm like having to film the podcast and stuff and I'm off of work, I'll wake up and do that, go in the bathroom. I'll do my little skincare routine lightly though, because I'm going to go to the gym and work out. Take care of yourself in some type of way or have some me time in the morning where you can just breathe before you get started on your day. You're not just starting into your day without any sort of intention. 
And I tend to be able to set my intention at this time when I'm just standing there in the mirror. I'm just like, all right, today I'm gonna, you know, run through your little to-do list, run through what you have to do. That way you kind of are preparing for it mentally and hope for the best as it comes, right? Don't, don't be like, oh, I gotta do this, oh, I gotta do that. You get to do these things. You're grateful for doing these things. For example, like recording the podcast, I get to record a podcast that people wanna hear and listen to. Like that's such a beautiful thing. Starting your day in gratitude will keep you high vibe for the rest of the day. And you'll be able to notice when the thoughts come in that are opposite of that much easier. So, you know, okay, gratitude, do something for yourself. I go and work out. That's like my favorite time of the day because then I listen to a podcast or a sermon and, you know, feed my heart and spirit <laughs> for the day, you know, eat, drink my smoothie, whatever, nourish my body, take care of my body and then start the day. Because if you're not intentional about your day, then your day is up for grabs. The woman at work can control your mood and now she can control you getting angry and now you're snapping out at people, right? Your day is up for grabs. So why not set your day, ground your day in what you're available for? Let your day know what you're available for. I am not available to anxiety today. I'm just not. When a thought like that pops in my head, thank you for being here. That's something I normally would be worried about, but I'm giving it to God. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Instead, cast your cares upon God. And that's what I plan to do today. So, oh, that's causing me to worry. Stop it in its tracks. Speak the word over it. Now you have to actually believe that God has it. Then you will find yourself in peace stayed in peace your mind will be in peace and so what did we talk about when i was explaining what are we available for so what are you not available for who here has trouble hoping it's like no matter what something's coming up but you're always like eh, but what if what if i don't get it what if i what if it doesn't happen for me or what if oh what if what if what if not why are you available to that what if it does why aren't you available to that? Why are you putting your focus on the worst case scenario versus what could really happen? Most of the time, and for me, it was because I have a fear of disappointment, of hoping for the best for myself and being let down by not only other people and because it's happened to me because people have let me down, but letting myself down and also letting God, feeling like I'm letting God down or feeling like God is letting me down when I say I'm giving something to him because of my trauma with that in the past, that's a whole nother podcast episode. And so what was keeping me unavailable to fear was unhealed disappointment. I'm sorry, what was keeping me unavailable to hope was not unpacking and facing the fear I had of disappointment. When I did have full faith that God was going to do something that I wanted him to do, which was to heal my grandmother of cancer, she passed away. How can I trust you again? How can I think that that's in, in your will? How can I think that you care about what's good for me? These are the types of questions and things that rose up. And this is what caused the initial divide between me and God when I was 19. And that needed to be healed. And God had to walk me through a journey of his love for me, 
of who I was to him. That he has thoughts, good thoughts towards me, not plans of disaster. You know, that's Jeremiah 29, 11. He thinks good thoughts towards us. And I just had to believe him. I had to let that pain go. I had to let that disappointment go. And maybe your disappointment wasn't from God. Maybe someone let you down in a way that you, it was really hard for you to recover from and you still have yet to forgive them for it. Things happen to us and it makes us lose hope. Sarah Jakes Roberts' newest book is called All Hope is Found. Very good, strongly recommend for those who have a, a hard time hoping for the best. But I had to heal. What is it in you, sis, that makes you unavailable to hope? What is it in you that makes you unavailable in joy? Where's my girls who get uncomfortable when things seem to be going too well? You've been having a good day and a good week. Everything's going well and you suspicious. A man comes in your life and he's treating you right and you become suspicious. What makes you unavailable to joy and hope? Why don't you think that should be your normal state? And the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace. The Holy Spirit lives in you. These are states you should be in daily. Why are you unavailable to the gifts that God has given you through his spirit? And why are we so available to the spirit of fear that's not of God? Why are we so available to hoping for the worst? Why are we so available to anxiety, to doubt, to low self-worth, to doubting ourselves, to thinking the worst of ourselves, to beating ourselves up, to picking ourselves apart? Why are you so available to negativity and lack? Every time you spend money, you hold on to it because you think it's the last cent you'll ever have. And even when you do get money, you spend it all because your normal is to not have enough. Why are you so available to lack and scarcity when God says he provides for us? He's, he's able to provide for us exceedingly and abundantly according to his riches and glory in heaven. Why are we unavailable to abundance and so available to scarcity? Trauma. So I ask you again, sis, what are you available for and why? What things do you need to unpack? So you can be available for what the fruits of the spirit are. I implore you to look up that Bible verse. I wish I, I think it's in Galatians, y'all. Galatians 5. Don't quote me, but that's a guess. But look up the fruits of the spirit and see, are you available for these? Because God has been trying to give you joy and peace and hope. Patience, kindness, goodness, grace, gentleness, and self-control. Why are you available to making excuses to going to the gym? See, you think it's something big? Nah. Why are you so undisciplined? Why are you available to making excuses? Oh, it's too cold outside. I don't feel like going today. Oh, I don't really feel like it today. I'll go tomorrow. I'm going to have a self-care day. Ooh. Working out is self-care. So I made myself unavailable to the things that are not in line with the spirit and available to the things that he offers. The biggest one is self-control. Why are we so comfortable in making excuses? Say you just started out your week, or say you started out your new year wanting to work out regularly, right? Mm -hmm. And you start going, you're doing well, 
Why do you think so many people fall off so quickly? It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's just like your mind. You start doing better. And now you're uncomfortable. Your brain is uncomfortable. It's trying to save you. Because when you're uncomfortable, your brain's like, hold up, we uncomfortable here. Let's go back to laziness and procrastination and making excuses. This is what I know. This is what I'm comfortable with. It's just like that. So when you grow spiritually and grow mentally and become available to hope and joy, it's uncomfortable. And your your brain is like, "Mm, let's go back here to hopeful for the best because then that way we'll be protected if something bad happens at least you thought about it first so that you can be protected trying to protect you when you have to believe you receive to receive he has plans to prosper you to give you a future and a hope but you're unavailable to hope what do you need to unpack sis you should be comfortable with uncomfortability for a period of time because when you're uncomfortable, you're moving up. If you're doing something that is positive and, and leans towards taking care of your body more, taking care of your mind more, growing in your finances, growing in your purpose, and it's uncomfortable, but you're doing the actions required, you're gonna be uncomfortable, but it's a good thing. And that's a sign that you're gonna break through to the next level. What are you available for? I hope this episode got you thinking a little bit, sis, of what it is that you are available for, which you're not available for, and why, what are you available for? Make the decision. It's not, this is who I am, this is who I always will be. My mom was like this, no, 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 no. You can change your mind. You can change your mindset. You can change what you're available to and what you're not available to. You are no longer available to anxiety. You are no longer available to fear. You are available for hope and joy and peace. That is your normal now. Now the normal is peace. So when anxiety pops up, you're like, this is, mm -mm." and you can pull that right out and stay in peace. That's your portion. But the lie that tells you the normal is anxiety and there's only glimpses of peace, it's a lie. And you have the ability, the spirit of self-control to cast that imagination down and receive the thoughts that come in that are peaceful. Next week, I'm going to, maybe go into more about how to do that but i am definitely going to give you guys some meditations i am available for love i am available for peace peace is my portion god loves me god has good plans for me you know it'll just be riffs of good things to start your day with i hope this was helpful i thank you for letting me vent to y'all at the beginning child i needed to do that But I'm so glad that this message came across the way that it did because it's what I'm working on right now in my own life. And I pray that it blessed you. Don't forget Sister Circle Mentorship Quarter 2, which will start in April, is enrolling now. So if you need some faith-based mentorship and want to meet some women who are motivated and growing closer to God, having group discussions once a week, it's pretty intensive. You will have homework, et cetera, et cetera. Then enroll in Sister Circle today. And we will see you in April. The girls who are already in it right now, they come in Bible study and share what they've been talking about. And it's getting real deep, okay? It's a beautiful thing. Girls are starting to open up more. They're having these topics that they don't normally get to talk about in group settings. So it's a beautiful thing. So sign up if you feel that you need some faith-based mentorship. Become a member of her Promise Circle so you can become part of the community that I just said 
is a safe space for women to come and be themselves as they heal and grow. We offer resources for you that are mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. That means we have fitness classes. This month we are starting our mommy group. So if you are a mom and you need mentorship, if you were at our self-love event last year, Ebony Caldwell is going to come in. She has a beautiful testimony. She was a mother in the hardest time of her life and she had twins. So she is full of such empowerment and information for mothers and how to overcome struggles. And she's gonna give you guys gems. So in February for our mothers, we are offering mother mentorship. And also we partnered with Truist Bank. I know, God is so good. They are going to offer our members financial resources and financial education. So every month we will have a different topic like day-to-day -day management. We will have topics about business loans or regular loans if you're into that. Real estate, how to invest, how to buy a home, how to budget your money, how to increase your savings, what kind of savings account, etc. period. You're gonna have a financial advisor at your fingertips if you are an HPC member every month. Also, don't forget we have dance fitness classes. I also will be doing wind down stretching type classes with Christian meditation. So that'll be like before bed, we get together, we have our little stretch sessions. All of this, by the way, is available virtually. So if you don't live in Atlanta, you can still come and we would love to have you. So there's a lot available to you here at HPC. So please take advantage of the resources that God has provided for us to offer you. And I think that's it. So I will pray us out and I will see you guys next week. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for my sister. I thank you for this time that we get to spend together. I thank you for the word that you've delivered to her today. I thank you that it was planted on fertile ground. I pray that you nourish the seed in a way that it's never been nourished before, that it produces fruit in her life, oh God. I thank you for peace. I thank you for helping her to control her thoughts and her beliefs and her mind. And I thank you for helping her unpack the things that keep her from seeing your endless love for her, her inherent worth that she has as a woman, her purpose that she has in you. Oh God, I thank you that she is now available to hope and joy and peace, that those are her normal states of mind now, that anxiety, fear, worry, lack, scarcity, none of that has any permission to be her norm any longer. I thank you, God, for helping us shift our mindsets so that we can advance the kingdom and show others your glory. I thank you for allowing us to live closer lives with you. I thank you for infiltrating our hearts and creating that relationship with you that we all desire and crave to have. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for watching, sis. Remember to follow me on Instagram. I love to chat with you, okay? So reach out to me, Mikkel.Renee, or follow us on herpromisecircle.com. Also, don't forget, you can watch this podcast episode on YouTube and the other previous ones. And subscribe to us on there. I also post behind the scenes vlogs of extra revelations that I get through the week for you if you're a vlog type of girly. And I will see you next week. Bye, I love you. <laughs>